mercy and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Our text is based on the gospel lesson, the parable of the wheat and the weeds, and Jesus' explanation of it. Again, think of these words, he who has ears, let him hear. You may be seated. Just what you wanted to sing, come ye faithful, <clears throat> or ere the winter storms begin. <laughs> Pastor, that's a Thanksgiving hymn. Why in the world would you want to sing this in the middle of summer? In the words of Esther Weber, for those of you that knew, she passed away at 101 many years ago. She said, Pastor, I remember one July there were snowdrifts in the cornfield. And then for my previous congregation, Loretta Witt, she said, Pastor, I've seen it snow in North Dakota every month but August. Interesting, but that's not the reason why I chose the hymn. The reason is that this hymn is a commentary on the text, our text from Matthew 13. Wheat and tares together sown unto joy or sorrow grown. You've heard that a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. However, this parable is not about what's going on in heaven. It's an earthly story about what's going on with people here on earth at Jesus' time even now. As I have said before, and I challenge you once again to think that a parable is an earthly story with a churchly meaning. And I don't mean just what's going on here in this church building. This parable has to do with the church. But it has to do with the church out there. Believers rubbing shoulders with other people, with the world. Believers living in the world. For Jesus said that the field is the world. And look how Jesus introduces this parable. The the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed. Compared to a man, not a place. You see, kingdom is a verbal noun. It's an activity. It's about the who who is doing something. It is about the reign of God in the world. It is about the reign of the Son of Man, Jesus, sowing good seed in the world. He is active here on this earth. A parable, again, is an earthly story with a churchly meaning. Now, it would be easy just to go ahead and say that the seed is the Word of God, as we heard in the previous parable from the Sunday before. But here he gives it's more. He says that the good seed is the children of the kingdom, in other words, the, ch the children of the rule of God. We know it is the word of the gospel that changes people's lives, and so it is if Jesus goes ahead and packs everything together, the coming of the word, the coming of the word into a person's life, and changing it, and all the way to the judgment. It is if we are to say we are never to look at a Christian apart from the very Word of God and the action of the Word of God and the one who planted that Word, Jesus the Sower, the Word incarnate. Again, 
the kingdom is a verbal noun. The children of the kingdom are the kingdom of God's rule. But as you know, there's a problem. Jesus is not on, the only word around bearing grain or producing grain. There is also the seed of the evil one. Plant it in his field and make no mistake that the field is the world and not the church. The world is also, uh, the world also belongs to the Son of Man. Jesus, it is the word, it is the world as stated in 1324. So now you know how it is. Troubles with any field, with any garden, with any flower bed, not only the rodents but the weeds. Gardeners and farmers alike spend, expend time and money for on the weeds that steal away the water and the nutrients from the desired plant, except this landowner of this field. This landowner does the unexpected. He goes ahead and leaves the weeds. Why? So when the plants come up, came up and bore grain, they uh, then the weeds also appeared. You see, the weeds are not recognized until the grain appeared, and so this is a special kind of weed. How many of you know what wild oats is? Well, there's, okay, about half of you, or are there more? Okay, some people won't admit it. <laughs> it looks just like oats, doesn't it? Until the grain appears. This is darnel. Eurasian ryegrass, which produces poisonous grain. In other words, the weeds and the wheat all look, at the, look the same. And when the grain appears, it's too late without harming the good wheat. And you know how it is living in this world. You rub shoulders at work, at school, while you shop, in your neighborhood, with lots of different kinds of people. And we don't have control over those that we meet or who maybe even live next to us. Oh, there have been attempts over the years. In fact, some of those attempts have even been outlawed, haven't they? About how we can make it so only certain people will live next to us that are just like us. In the parable, God made the decision to allow such people to grow alongside the Christian. And the separation will happen on Judgment Day. The promise is that all who, that cause sin and lawbreakers will be separated out. In other words, all those things and all the people that irritate and harm Christians will be removed. And the righteous then will shine like the sun. In other words, you will be seen for who you really are in Jesus Christ. Jesus recognized it's hard being a Christian, especially in a world where bad is talked about as good and good is talked about as bad and recognizes that it's dangerous. However, Jesus is saying that it is more dangerous for you and me if he goes ahead and takes out all the evil things and all the evil, evil people out right now. Why? Because in gathering the weeds, you will root up the wheat along with them. Jesus wants us to bear fruit among the weeds. He wants you to produce grain among the weeds. He wants us <clears throat> to bear fruit among people that, who look just like us, but whose lives will bear evil fruit. 
Maybe it would be better to do it in a different way, like Second Peter chapter 3. The Lord is not slow in fulfilling his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. You know, I remember a button that people used to wear. Actually, they pin it on their kids. It says, you know, when they get unruly, and you look at the button, it says, God isn't finished with me yet. Right? Yes, God isn't finished with us yet. For how do you know if you're good seed or bad seed? You know what kind of, you'll know by the kind of fruit you will produce. And I say you will produce because, you know, some days we do pretty good, don't we? And other days not. <laughs> In fact, it changes sometimes from hour to hour. That ought not to be, as the book of James reminds us. And so we strive by the power of the Spirit that we need help and we need encouragement well, what kind of encouragement are you receiving? I'm reminded about this advice that there are four kinds of friends that we have in people's lives. We have the friends that influence us to good. We should keep them. We have the friends that we influence to good. Keep them. And then there are those that influence us to bad and those that we influence to bad. Don't hang around them. What makes the difference, then, is who you associate with. And the most important one is to associate yourself with Jesus. He is the only sower of the good seed. He is the sower of the word in the hearts of people and in your heart. He sows it through the mess, his messengers who proclaim his word and deliver his sacraments according to his command. These are the means of grace. The way he delivers his righteousness to us so that we are his righteousness in his world. Or to put it another way, John 15, 5, Jesus says, I am the, I am the vine and you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, I abide in him. And he it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Though the parable doesn't state it, you and I need good influencers as we live in this world so that we keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, which in the book of Hebrews, chapter 10 says, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and to good works, not neglecting the meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other. All the more, he writes, as you see the day drawing near. That day is drawing near. So stay near to Jesus. Let him continue planting his word in you as you gather around word and sacrament among his people so that you stay whom he has proclaimed you to be, good seed being the wheat that bears the good seed. Come, you faithful people, pray. Even so, Lord Jesus, come to thy faithful harvest home. Gather thou thy people in. 
free from sorrow, free from sin. There forever purified in the guy gardener to abide. Come, with all thy angels come. Raise the song, raise the glorious harvest home. Amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.